We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? something? The real Housewives of Beverly Hills ex-star Lisa Vanderpump won Best Female Reality Star <laughs> at the National Film and TV Awards. I'm sure her ex-co-stars from uh, are thrilled from Beverly Hills are really happy about that. And I mean, let's be clear: is it's a it's a prestigious honor? I don't know. I don't I guess, know. I guess it is. Well, she shared it on Instagram and she said, "Thank you for voting for me as your Best Female Reality Star. I'm honored mm. to have won the uh, NIFTA, the National Film and TV Award." Um, the NIFTA? Okay. It's I don't, nifty. Um, that's not a thing, but oh, okay, okay, sure. Hey, this is good news. Hallmark Channel, the CEO Bill Abbott says the network is open to featuring same-sex romances during their highly popular Christmas movie season. Oh, okay. So they're looking at scripts to uh, and pitches for the LGBTQ movies. Aw, thanks for including I us. Know, it's, uh, like, it's 2019. You better be open to it. Why do I find that just a little condescending? Yeah, just a tad. An open? And they're not committing to anything. Again, yeah. that's like when people use the word tolerate or tolerance. I'm going to tolerate the the, the, the gay community. No, no, no. You tolerate a small pebble in your shoe. How about right. just acceptance? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? The viewership is very conservative. Yeah, it is. I so know. We'll believe see how that me. Happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Congratulations to Emma Stone. We briefly touched on this. Well, Elizabeth just men- mentioned it yesterday in the Journal Alert. She is engaged to her boyfriend of two years, Dave McCary, and she actually met him. He wrote a sketch for her on Saturday Night Live oh. in 2017. Well, that's cute. So when you date someone like that, like I wonder if there's a lot of pressure to get them a massive ring because she's a huge star and he was a writer. Director. You know what? I think when you get that kind of money. You don't try to top each other. I think it goes more into the thoughtful gift category. Sure. It's more meaningful. You get maybe an antique or you... Well, did you see her ring? Yeah. Because it's a pearl. It's oh, a pearl? see? Yeah. Okay. Unique. Which is cool. People maybe she talking about the ring. Maybe she got a pearl from her Aunt Gretchen, who she was close to. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it's his Aunt Gretchen. Or maybe it's his Aunt Gretchen. I don't know. <laughs> All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Okay, appreciate the info. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Working. I still can't play any buttons. Okay, well. Let me try to play JR. Maybe JR is a... 
Yeah, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm nothing. Nothing's playing for my computer. So That's something that the engineers will have to do when, yeah, they, go when they get in, when they come in at 11. Uh, it is uh, 7.06. Cheers, everybody. Raise your glass. They'll, they'll come in for Don and Steve. Raise your glass, everybody, <laughs> and take a sip of your refreshing morning beverage. Good morning. Cheers, mm. cheers. I'm mm. drinking some water right now. Yeah, B. Arthur is on her way. Um, Bringing you coffee because all kidding aside, if you're with us at the top of the show, we got a brand new computer system that runs basically the whole shebang. And it's new, it's modern, it's shiny. And Dawn and poor B. Arthur, they've received about four and a half minutes of uh, training on this. So we are, Dawn is. Let me just, can I just be super honest right now? I'm going to do a rundown of what happened. Well, can I wrap up my compliment to B. Arthur? Because it never happens. So I just want, so poor B. Arthur, uh, four and a half minutes of training. And, uh, and that woman was here until about 830 last night, worked a full day and really trying to help us out here in the morning. And uh, I really, really appreciate her work, and I give them a, a crap, but the engineers, and especially Rocco. Okay, I'm done being nice, Don. Go oh, ahead. Oh, sure. So, on Tuesday, we were sent an email from B. Arthur mm-hmm. at 5.40 p.m. Yeah. that said, make time in your schedule tomorrow <laughs> to train on the new system. Yeah. And then she laid out who was training when. You know, not like who can come to this one or that. It was yeah. just Don, you're training at yeah. 10 a.m. Uh-huh. with Holly, and it'll be over next door at KS95. Yeah. So we trained for an hour mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. We were not sitting at the controls, we were looking over um, Ryan's shoulder, Ryan from the morning show over there. He was manipulating the mouse and everything. So when people are clicking fast and you don't, you're not doing it yourself, it's hard to. It's hard to something. Get, I'm trying to write things down on a notepad, yeah. but the minute I look up, they've already clicked three times somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, so I was like, whatever. I'm like, oh well. <laughs> you know, you can't get too verklempt. No. It's just it's gonna radio. Roll. it's gonna happen. But um that was like, okay, well, that's it. And then yesterday <laughs> we were just I was just trained. Everything that I had done editing wise to build the show for the night replay. They're like, oh, that's gone. Yeah. You that you did that for nothing because that's not going to transfer. So I had to redo everything and learn how to edit on this program yesterday. And we didn't think this was going to happen today. B. Arthur didn't and know. And yeah. we were told for the first time that yeah. we were switching to this program Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Poor B. Arthur's like, uh, well, we're switching in a couple of days. Get ready. Now, I'm not trying to... Like put somebody up and crucify anybody for not non communication, but what I want to know is without getting in trouble, who knew that this was going to happen on Friday, no, uh, December sixth? Who knew that date? Not me. Who did not communicate that with us? With poor B. Arthur, who was like had to deliver the bad news. So. So, B, thank you, girl. Because we could have been doing and rebuilding all of this in advance. I don't think anybody knew. I think this was a surprise. It was a Gomer Pyle moment. There's somebody who decided. <laughs> somebody made a decision, and I want to know who that person is. I'm going to blame Paul Black. It's fun. He's oh, a, he's God. a good one to blame. Okay, yeah, well, him. I'll blame so that's, him. That's my rant. But you I know what? It. We're rolling with it, and everything's fine. We're all good. We're on the air, and uh, you can hear sorry. us. You guys, if you want to hear. Something real crazy. Listen to Lori and Julia this afternoon because poor Donnie. Oh, no. Donnie is, he learns in a certain way. Yeah. And it's not real quick looking over someone's shoulder. No. Oh, you know I what I mean? I didn't think about that. You, you have to kind of 
he's super smart. It's just that he's been doing this for 13 years. The same way. The and same as program. has the girls. He's been he's done other programs throughout his life. Obviously, he's brilliant. He's been in radio forever. He's a legend. But running this computer system, I've done I know how to run six different types of radio programs because I've worked it's in many stations. Many different yeah. places. So this is kind of something like, okay, I've ridden that kind of bike. I've ridden that kind of bike. But seriously, oh. he's my, I, oh, I just wonder how note. long he was there last night. Oh, I'm making, I'm, you know what? I'm making a note right now. I'm going to listen to Lori and Julia today because that's going to be some fun radio right up in theirs. Okay. Want, listen to Lori and Julia today. He, it might go. be okay. Yeah. But I, it might not. Oh, and that's what it's, <laughs> it's going to, can you imagine if Donnie, poor bless his heart, if he starts getting flummoxed, those yeah. girls are going to eat him. <laughs> This is this is the deal. They're going to be really so when they do their live commercials, they go over and you can't with this system. The way it's built oh, right now, it's oh, going to go on to the next to the commercial. Oh, my sometimes talkers. they go on for a, a while and you have to be like, I told Jay, I was not worried about this. I told Jason this morning, you can't go over one yeah. minute. And he's like, fine. And of course he hasn't. No, I, I'll try to behave, but. Oh, I can't wait to listen to three to six today. Oh, my talkers, make a note. If you've ever listened to Laura and Julia, make sure you listen today. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh, I love it because they're going to be, it's going to be real. They're real and raw anyway. Oh, everybody, if you're some, let's speak to the church going folks out there. Everybody say a little prayer for Donnie today. Just, just take a little extra moment. Just go to church. Talk to your preacher. Talk to your priest. Say a little prayer for LSD today because yeah. he's gonna, <laughs> he's going to need it. Oh, oh Donnie! Boy. It is seven twelve. We're going to have some fun with our mystery date. Uh, now we have live. Are we doing a live passing notes today? Yes, we are. Uh, Rocco is here to help with that. He's going to come in during the next segment. Oh wow! Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Should we give now, Don? Do you want to give something away right now, or what works for you in this crazy day? We no. Have- not right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's see. I'll do, we'll do it, it later. Let's do it at 741. It was just yeah. written there, so I, I just wanted I to check with you. I barely played that Taylor Swift song. So. Barely. No, we played a Taylor Swift song, and poor Don. It no, was it's it, fine. Yeah. We're going to take a break, everybody, back after these words. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Don. And our mystery date for this mystery date Friday, my husband Colin. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is 7-18, rolling through with some Ariana Grande latte, and Dawn, yeah. I'm looking over to my right, Yeah. and not only do I have a mystery date in front of me, Yeah. I also have Rocco here. Oh, yeah. Rocco oh. sitting next to me, because we're going to do, it's Friday, it's around 7-18, and we do passing notes around this time. And I have a feeling we're going to do a live passing notes. Are we doing a live one, Rocco? We're doing, I figured I was here anyways to put out production fires. Let's, yeah. let's do this live. Let's, let's do it. Let's are you ready? It. Colin, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We'll do it live. Live. This is Passing Notes Live. Mystery Date Edition. dulcet tones of my dream girl, Susanna Hoff's bangles. Unfortunately, today we're lighting an eternal flame for a passing notes writer who's no longer with us. Oh. 
Well, technically, none of them are with us. Uh, the girls are all still in Missouri somewhere, and the <laughs> boys can't legally be within 100 yards of Don due to a series of court orders over the years. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, on the uh, post-it note that Don attached to this note, Ooh. she wrote, Scott Matthews, my first love who died. Oh, I know it's a little sad. Oh, 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 in the oh that took a turn. <laughs> yes. That's why we're playing we're playing Eternal Flame oh, for, nice. for Scott. Oh, um, we'll get to that story later in the after show, but <laughs> let's pay tribute to Dawn's late love in this, the one and only note from Scott Matthews in the extensive Passing Notes collection. Oh. And to play the late Scott Matthews, Dawn's first love who died, it is Jason's Mystery Date co-host, Colin. <laughs> Colin's playing the the, the deceased boyfriend. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey, honey. Whatever you do, do not let your mom read this. Okay, seriously, this is like the third or fourth note that warns against Dawn's mom reading the note. (laughs) How big of a trapper keeper snooper was Mrs. McLean? (laughs) When you and your mom get squared away, get me back in the picture. But I'm sure you will. I love you so much. I can't wait to see you after you get out of trouble. And I'm not going to pick up chicks at the concert. I love you too much to do that. The concert? Was it this concert? I might go to the Joan Jett concert. <laughs> well, gotta go. Love you lots. Scott, I love you. Then at the bottom... Tell Camille, or however you spell it, thanks for the bears. Scott Matthews, everyone. Wow. Wow. Dawn. Oh, boy. I. So many questions. Yeah. <laughs> Did, the beginning of the note, I'm sorry, B. Arthur was in here and I didn't hear it. Did he say something about the cops? <laughs> no, but- oh, he said, once you and your mom get squared away, get me back in the picture. Okay. All right. Yeah. The and cops. Let your mom read this. Okay, yeah, well, that was probably right. There might be another note from him somewhere. Okay, I'll dig around. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, so you wanna... Now you've you've <laughs> opened more boxes. Okay, okay so what happened is that uh, I went... He picked me up... I was supposed... Well, okay, I said I was spending the night with Mimsy so that I could go out with him. Ah, Mimsy. And um, so we went to Branson... And Shut up! We went to Branson, and uh, it was me, and I was 15, he was 17, he had two older friends that were 18 and 21, and we had a hotel room, and we were drinking in there, and the cops got called because of other a noise disturbance in the, in the motel we were in, in Branson, and so <laughs> they came to our door and knocked on our door, Oh, and... Um, we weren't the noise servants, but we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. They're like, what's going on in here? How old are you? How old are... So those boys who were 18 and 21 who got liquor for us, <gasps> they were in serious trouble. I was terrified. I lied and said my name was Don 
Powers because Mimsy's <laughs> last name is Powers and I gave Mimsy's mom's phone number. So the cops called her and said, we have your daughter in jail here at the Branson Police Department. <laughs> you have because I got taken in. You did not. We all got ta- I didn't get arrested because I was 15. But um, don't ever lie about your name to cops, guys. <clears throat> so. What happened is there was a girl who looked like me, who had my same birth date, who was missing from California, and they almost called her parents because they thought that they had found her. Oh, my goodness. Rocco, find this note. This is a soap opera. So anyway, that's what happened with Scott, and that's why uh, I asked if he mentioned the cops, because then guess what? They said, great, come because Mimsy's mom picked up the phone, and she goes, "Uh, well... um, they're like, we have your daughter Dawn here. And she went along. She goes, okay, I'll come and get her. And they go, bring her birth certificate. This is 1 a.m., the middle of the night. She didn't have my birth certificate. She had to call my parents. So I was expecting Mimsy's mom to walk up because she was pretty cool to yeah. pick me up. I saw my both of my parents walking up. It was like 2.30 in the morning. And I just immediately started crying because I knew. Oh. I mean, my parents were very strict. I and- went to church every Sunday like, and you were in jail in Branson. Yeah. So, so needless to say, I was banned from life. all summer. Life, like seeing him, I couldn't date him anymore. So he would sneak me notes because he went to public school. And I, he was a public school boy. He was bad. So anyway, um, yeah. So, so there might be another note from him. Got, I'm mean, trying to remember because I want to say the the... Chris Lindahl note says, I'm not going to let some stupid cop break us up. So maybe that was Scott, too. I'll look that it up. Might Unless be. there was another boy that get, the cops came in. No, between no, no. <laughs> yeah. Daughter, daughter are there any more cop no, stories I've you never, need to tell us about? I've never been arrested. That was the only time I've been to jail. But I've never had any problems with the police other than that in my oh, life. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he was my first like real boyfriend that I had. And he passed? He did pass. Um, I think I was 19 at the time. And I remember I was at Swenson's Ice Cream Parlor in the mall. And somebody told me, oh, did you hear about Scott? He died of a cocaine overdose. Oh, my goodness. Which, that was odd to me because I lost touch with him. I dated him for about a year. But then, like, I, I took him to my school dances and everything. He was my first serious boyfriend. Um, but... Yeah, he. I guess, I mean, I didn't know that he did any drugs at all, so I just wasn't in. I didn't do drugs, like, yeah. it just, we, Catholic school kids in my town, we just drank underage. Yeah, you it just went scary. to Branson. It was scary for us to, like, oh, those public school kids, they're smoking pot, you know, yeah. or they're doing cocaine. It was, like, really, oh so my. that's too bad, but, you know. Oh, this is just like this is like a blooming onion. There's like layers upon. There's jail. There's Branson. I know. There's a hotel room with cops and yeah. drinking, drinking. Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill wine. Of course, oh. that's what you had to have. Well, they, everybody drank that. That's what got me in trouble at the Mayfair Tell in oh, 1991. No, that's no. no Boone's Farm. The story that I always refer to as the story that I can never tell publicly. Yeah. Boone's Farm. That's what caused. No, we rephrase that. That's that's what. <laughs> or a we would get factor. that or Purple Passion. Yeah, that had Everclear in it, and it was like. Ooh. I mean, you would lose that. Sorry if you're eating breakfast, but yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. ever do Boone's Farm, Rocco? Uh, I was more of a Sun Country wine cooler guy. <laughs> 
The old Bartles and James. Sun Country wine cooler. I love it. You still seem like a Sun Country wine cooler. No, no, you're a bourbon guy, aren't you? I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, Rocco likes the bourbon. What, Kyle? You were a good kid. Like you didn't do anything. Well, not until I was 18. Like all good kids. But then I 18 to 20, I went hard. Yeah. So, well, let's not. You didn't go Branson hard. Let's be clear. You weren't in a hotel room in Branson. I did have the cops come bust me somewhere, pull out their guns at one in the morning, and cuff me. And oh yeah, I don't. What Rocco? We may have to do a passing notes special edition with Colin. I don't actually know this story for the most mundane reason. Oh, that was not a fun phone call to my parents either. Oh Oh, no, it's awful. Knowing your mother, no, was sixteen. Oh. Oh, God. A hotel in Branson. Rocco, everybody. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Rocco. Thank you. 727. When we come back, more hilarity after this. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from 733. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Dawn and our mystery date for Mystery Date Friday, my husband, Colin. Uh, We have... uh, uh, let me see. I don't have my Would You Rather game with me, oh. but I'll try to. You know what? I have it online, so we'll do some Would You Rather coming up in a little bit. It's called. Google. Let's go ahead and play the mystery date. Should thing. we? Let's That's do so that. Fun. We yeah, love let's, that. Let's do it. So Rocco worked heard, hard on that. Yeah, yeah. let's do this. Tones of Rocco. Yes. Oh, I can't play it over here. <laughs> oh, oh, now it broke for oh, you. Wait, wait, no. Here we go. Jason. Let me start it again. It's here. My mystery date. Uh, mystery date. Who's Jason? Mystery date. It's Jason's mystery date. The thrilling new radio gimmick that's right for you and you and mostly Jason. Mystery date. Will he be ready for Would You Rather and passing notes? <laughs> When Jason opens the door, will he be a dream or a dud? <laughs> Let's find out. It's time to reveal today's mystery date. Jace? It's Colin! Woo! There, is that better Colin? There we go, yes. <laughs> Every Friday through the month of December, Don and I will welcome mystery date other than that our special guest star for the month will be stephanie hansen uh helping us out through alexis's maternity leave so uh welcome kyle uh coming up in the eight o'clock hour actually colin uh, was at the guthrie last night to see a christmas carol he and don will talk a a little bit about that as i jump in the car and head uh, over to the fox uh but right now i I had this thought last night Mm -hmm. and it and it hit me that I remember when we would go through the 80s and the 90s, and it felt like a decade. You know what I mean? Like, I got to the end of the 90s, and I was like, oh, okay, we're switching decades. Ever since we hit 2000, everything just kind of blends together. Like 2010, you mean? Well, no, I just mean ever since we got to the year 2000, decades have seemed kind of irrelevant. uh, Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Irrelevant to me. You know what I mean? And... I, I don't even, I don't... I cannot tell you, it amazes me when people go, oh, I, yeah, in 2007 I was doing this. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't, I mean, sometimes, but it all kind of blends together. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Because like... 2004 feels like one thing, because it's like, if you say 1980, to me, I'm like, oh, that was 20 years ago. And it's like, no, it's almost 40 years ago now. Oh. You know? Yeah, that hurt. I know. But, but. but like the 90s, to me, feels like a decade. When people... But the once we hit the year 2000, 
I don't really think of decades. I just think every, I think from the year 2000 till now, it's just one big time period. <laughs> yes. No, and I'm serious. I yeah, don't. I know. So the fact that right now we're getting ready, I keep seeing all these lists of the best songs of the decade. I'm like, we're coming to an end of a decade? We That's are. the point I'm trying to make of like, Oh, we're at the end of a decade? It seems crazy. So I have a list of um, the biggest disappointments in movies of the decade. The, oh. There's 25 of them that they went through here. Let's just go through some of them, though. Um, do you remember a movie uh, that Jake Gyllenhaal was in? He had long, flowing hair. It was set in the desert, <sighs> yep. and it was called Prince of Persia. I sure do. Okay. Huge um, turkey. Now, this is not necessarily um, something that has to do with sales. Okay? This has to do with how it was perceived. Because people went to see the movie. Okay. Um, 336 million worldwide. Um, so that's... But just in retrospect, like each Pirates of the Caribbean movie made 600 million. So with these big blocks, blockbuster movies, that's... You know, about they're half. judged against each other, actually. Yeah, yes, exactly. Unfairly. So it wasn't seen as a good movie. It's pretty bad. I don't know if you've 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 seen it. It's a Disney movie. Which one? Prince of Persia. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought when you mentioned Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean, I thought we had moved on to another nope. one. But no, Prince of Persia. No, uh, no, I did not see it. But you heard. I've heard not to see it. Horrible, okay. and I love Jake, but. Okay, uh, going back to 2011, Ryan Reynolds wants to forget this movie he was in. He doesn't let anybody, you know, Jason. Green Hornet? Green Lantern. Green, ha- Green Lantern, yes. Green Lantern, not a great movie. He's great at Deadpool, but oof, no. that was not a good movie. And my buddy Keith Marler is the biggest Green Lantern fan. and Said he, nobody ever. I, I, well, no, I know. He loved Green <laughs> yeah. Lantern. It's his fa- one of his favorite. And he he was like, I have to admit, this isn't good. No. They spent two hundred million on it. It only made two hundred nineteen point eight million that's, worldwide. That's not even marketing. They didn't even pay for marketing on Most that one. Most of the time, Europeans will uh, consume any crap that we put out there. You know, like the worldwide number would be better. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's they. It basically only made nineteen point eight million profit. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, Disney released a movie called Mars Needs Moms, and this was in two thousand eleven as well. Um, you probably don't even remember no. it, but it's one of the biggest box office failures of all time. The budget was 175 million. Robert Zemeckis was the producer. You know, he did Back to the Future. Forrest uh, Gump. The film only grossed 39 million, and they spent oh. 175 million. It was it was an animated feature. Mars needs moms. Uh huh. Do you remember this, Colin? I remember the title, but I don't know anything else about it. <laughs> no, I don't no one saw it. That's but why. A hundred and thirty million dollar loss. Yeah. Holy, it's crazy. Uh, moving on, the Hangover Part Three. Mm. It wasn't funny, Mm-mm. and it was just seen as a cash grab. Yep. Um. Ooh, this was really bad. I went and saw this. Disney spent a lot of money on I, this. I have a. Wi- I have a feeling. Is it John? Uh. uh John. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 Carter. John Carter, yes. <laughs> John Carter. Taylor Kitsch was in it. Brian Cranston, even. Willem Dafoe. It was <sighs> really bad. That is, I'm surprised that's not number one. Yeah. That, what was the budget, Don? do they say for uh, that one? Yep, let me see here. Oh. That's one, that's considered one of the biggest stinkers ever in Disney history. Because they had, and they had a okay, lot of expectations yep. for it, too. They thought it was going to launch a franchise. To make and market it. Three hundred and fifty million. Yep. The film grossed two hundred and eighty-four million worldwide. Well, I'm surprised. 
I'm actually shocked it made that much. Yeah. Because it was a turd. And it says here they canceled two sequels. They had yep. already been writing them and planning them, and it just didn't work out, well, guys. And that movie, it sank. It pulled, you know, as the, the uh, when you're like the Titanic, the, the tide kind of pulls you in. That movie sank. Uh, Taylor Kitsch's career for several years. It, pull, it pulled him down right with it. Right, he was from Friday Night Lights, yeah. really big star, popular. Okay, the next one here we probably remember a little more recent that did not do well. It had an, a budget of $250 million. Um, they marketed, they used $150 million for marketing alone. The Lone Ranger. Oh, well that got out of the gate with bad publicity because of people did not like that Johnny Depp was playing Tonto, which, yes. come on. I mean, yeah. cultural appropriation I, I here. Yeah. Again, as we've said a hundred times on the show, the meeting. I want to be in the meeting. <laughs> I want to be in the meeting. Where they when- say, let's launch this new system on Friday and not tell anybody. <laughs> oh, you mean that meeting? That meeting. Okay. I want to be in the meeting at Disney mm-hmm. that says, hey, let's bring back a, a franchise that hasn't been relevant since the 50s. Yeah. And then let's reboot it with Johnny Depp playing a Native American, American Indian icon. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Oh, no. that's a great idea. Let's have a white dude. It's 150 play million it lost. Another Disney. Boy, it's just Disney taking big risks here, it looks like. Well, I mean, that's my boy, Bob Iger. You're going to. You're going to have some failures. Yes, we are. Need for Speed was also bad. That had uh, the dude from Breaking Bad, Aaron Paul, in it. That did not do well. These are the um, biggest duds of the decade. Yeah, that's, that was another Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Disney. gosh. Big swings. Well, at least they're taking risks. Taken three. Uh, that was one of the biggest disappointments of the decade. Well, again, how many relatives how of many Liam times? Neeson can oh, be right. kidnapped? Yeah, I mean, even the second one was a stretch for me. I was like, she'd been taken again. She, she's been taken. Come on. Come it's on. like speed and speed two. How many buses can you get on that are out of control, Sandra Bullock? Exactly. Do you remember a movie called The Good Dinosaur? This is Pixar's yes. worst film by far. It was not good. 2014 is when it came out, uh, and it was the studio's first big box office bomb yep. from Pixar. That's why you'll never see any plush or any merchandise from that movie anywhere. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some, but it's not a, not lot. a lot. No, there's like one. I liked it, though. There's one magnet and a mug. Oh, gosh. The bad dinosaur. Uh, do we have one more? We do. Um, they're basically saying that Fantastic Four, the reboot, Oof. was... Uh, you know, it just wasn't. It was lackluster. Yeah, Michael Michael, Michael B. Uh, B. Jordan, Jordan Jamie mm-hmm. Bell. Yep. And uh, then his soon-to-be wife, Kate Mara, was in it as well. Mm-hmm. So, coming up on 743, we're going to take a very small break. When we come back, Would You Rather, next. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Turtlenecks are back. I'm Jace with Don McClain. And our mystery date for Mystery Date Friday, my husband, Colin. Hello. Turtlenecks are back. Sarah mm. Rogers from the Mall of America said they're hot this year again. Oh, God. I don't know. I, I don't remember. Like it. No, I remember wearing them like in the early 2000s. 
It's, it's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't like that look, especially like with a, if a guy wears it like with a chain. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. oh that is very early 90s. <laughs> Joey used to wear turtlenecks like in the first couple season of Friends. And towards the end, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember Joey in turtlenecks. <laughs> oh, no. oh, but yeah, you're right, Dawn. Douchey guys with the gold chain I'm over the turtleneck. Like the shaved head on the sides with all the greasy hair on top. And then a turtleneck and then a chain. Well, isn't there a famous picture of The Rock? Yeah. An old photo of The Rock with a black turtleneck and he has a big gold. Yeah. You know, even I have like a mock turtleneck, like short sleeve shirt that I wear that's black. And I had on the other day a a longer necklace with it. And it just reminded me of that ugly look. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like. No, I don't. (laughs) I, I wore them. I don't think I look good in them, but I don't know. I, I asked Sarah, I said, is it just for women or is it for men too? He goes, no, they're, it, she, they're back for men too. I'm no, like, okay. Well, that doesn't mean we have to wear I was them. just going to say, I shall skip that trend. I, I shan't be doing that. Yeah. It is 749 on this Friday. Uh, we have a new computer system, so we don't have all of our bells and whistles today. So normally I would play, would you rather? I'll do it right now. Oh, you have it? Yeah, here we go. It's time to make a choice. Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? Would you rather? Okay, uh, we don't have music today, but that's all right. Uh, We don't need it. We just need each other. Oh, great. I'm going to repeat, since Colin is our special guest on Mystery Day Friday, I'm going to repeat some classic ones. Okay, Uh, Some good, good classic ones as we end the year. These are really difficult ones. Some are thought-provoking. Some are very, very uncomfortable. Mm. Some are gross. I have something from every category. So, Colin, (laughs) you've never played this. I love it. I'm ready. You've never played this with us. So, here we go. Would you rather get a paper cut between your fingers every time you touch paper Mm. or bite your tongue every time you eat something? Oh, that's easy. Oh, is it? Uh Uh-huh. Paper cuts. I rarely touch paper, and I love to eat, so. Yeah, I... I agree. I will definitely do paper cuts. Everything's on email, so you don't need... Yeah, you're right. Oh, I didn't think about just... Yeah, you could avoid paper Mm -hmm. throughout your life. You could could devise a plan. That's what they want us to do, but look at how many papers I have printed Yeah, Dawn has a lot of papers in front of her right now. because if the computer system goes down, I will be able to still... Dawn is basically a colonial woman. She's a Boy Scout. She's always prepared. (laughs) I know. Yep, yep. Would you rather... Always feel like you're about to sneeze but can't. Oh. Or have the hiccups for the rest of your life. Oh, that is a terrible choice. This is horrible because both feelings. I This is a new nightmare because I heard someone on Howard Stern talk about this. The hiccups for the rest of your life. This is now an irrational fear of mine <gasps> um, in the back of my mind because some guy just got him one day and and had him for the rest of his life. My fears, I'm not going to put that out in the universe, that he woke up one morning, got hiccups, and could never cure him. That that would be a nightmare okay, for so me. Okay, so you'll do the sneezing feeling. I'll do the sneezing I feeling. I too. I think I will, too. That's kind of just like the feeling like you when you get a cold. Yeah. But the hiccups is just exhausting. It's exhausting. It's annoying. I, mean, mm. I hate annoying other people. Like, and you would be doing it all night? Think yeah. about it. You, you would be going to the theater. Every time you're in a movie, you'd be self-conscious because you're hiccuping all the time. Uh, you wouldn't no. be in public spaces. No. Go to funerals. You know, the preacher's talking about your d- dead Aunt Wilma, and you're like, 
Oh, you know what no. I mean? Oh, <laughs> terrible. Like the, chuckles the clown, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Oh. Would you rather have to use sandpaper as toilet paper for the rest of your life? Oh, oh. No. Or have to use hot sauce as eye drops? <gasps> oh, God. I mean, you can avoid eye drops. How much I love you, Kyle. I'm I giving mean, you the... We use toilet yes. paper. I'm going to do hot sauce eye drops. Yeah. The only reason I went, uh, on that is I'm, I've got a weird thing about my eyes. Like, I cannot watch people touch their eyes. I can't get close to my eyes. Really? I, I struggle. And so I'm like, oh, the thought of that just makes me cringe. But yeah, I can avoid eye drops. I do already. <laughs> yeah. Don, you're doing the avoiding the eye drops? And I'm going to do the eye, hot sauce eye drops. Oh, yeah. Because no, yeah. you don't want sandpaper for no, you. No, 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 no. no. I'm doing eye drops. Bottom a lot more than you put mm, eye hopefully. drops in. <laughs> hopefully, unless you're excited. <laughs> unless you have a you bidet. Need to, you need to go to the which doctor. Which is a goal of mine to have in a I love a bidet. When we me get, too. We stay at this hotel in Hawaii. And I get so excited because it has a bidet. I freaked out. The I had never used one, and I go in there, and it had a butt warmer. Oh yeah, the and a hair dryer. Yeah. Oh, it dried your butt. I was like, this is the best. I don't even have to. It's like I would go in there just to sit. <laughs> I already have a one picked out. It's called the Coco Toilet. Look it up. It's amazing. It's like okay, a five thousand dollar toilet. It's called the Coco Toilet. Coco. Coco, Coco like toilet. Chanel. Yeah. Coco. Coco yep. Toilet. Yep. There's a rest stop that has just cocoa toilets in Missouri, oh. and oh. I stop there every time. Fancy. It's amazing. And when I get a home, I'm installing one of these. The tush, It's called the Tushy Classic. Yeah. Oh, I like this. It is. They're not that expensive. How much is it? Five grand or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, that's expensive, but I'm doing. saying, yeah. No, I'm ser- it does everything. Because, Kyle, your dad's a plumber. How much is a normal toilet? A turlet? Well, it depends. <laughs> a, a fancy turlet. A fancy one? I don't know. Couple we, hundred dollars. Oh, okay. Well, maybe this is expensive. Then. <laughs> but is, hey, you'll but... have a clean butt. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say great. like between 125 and 525 probably for a yeah. <laughs> My friend Peg, our friend Peg Duffy, just, she I has know. she has a fancy toilet. She goes, you can come over and use ours. Peg, I'll be right over <laughs> on my way to Fox. <laughs> Would you rather... Now, this is a thought-provoking one. Yeah? We may end on this. Okay. Would you rather live to be a thousand years old, but have to bury countless family members and friends along the way, or die at 100, but all of your family members and friends live to be a 1,000 without you. I'm dead. I don't care. Bye. So you want to do 100? Yeah, I'm dying at 100. I don't want to live that long. Dawn? I'll do. I want to live to 1,000. I'm selfish. Oh. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> we'll be done. <laughs> every time, Don and I always like the one I didn't ask is Colin's right here. And every time we ask something like this, Colin texts me. Here's one that I avoided. You ready, Don? Yeah. You're gonna laugh. Here's here it is. Ready? Yeah. Would you rather? I know where this one's going already. Find true love mm-hmm. <laughs> or win ten billion dollars. <laughs> Show me money. <laughs> ten billion dollars. I can buy some love with that. <laughs> Yeah, ten billion. That's ten I mean, billion. That's an easy one. I'll take the money too. Oh wow! Okay, that shocks me. Yeah. Okay. It's. I mean, it's the <coughs> indecent proposal type thing. Where what number do we have to get down to before you say bye? That's where you and I differ. Right. Where it's like uh, okay. What? Well, what is your number? <laughs> What's the number? Be like a hundred dollars. Okay, you can have it. No, I'm talking like a hundred million. Uh, would you, Would you for a hundred million? Bye. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh.
done? Oh, God, I don't know. A hundred million? You wouldn't say bye-bye to true love? Oh, gosh, probably, yeah, I would. Yes, you would. I have never met him. Under a hundred million, it gets a little tricky. If Alexis was here, she's like, no, I wouldn't. That's why she's got on help. Yeah. That's why she got knocked up. (laughs) 7.55, we'll be back after this. (laughs) 